Good morning, everyone. It's Monday. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend and that your um, week is getting started on the right foot. Last Monday, we talked about multiply, your call to spiritual multiplication. And uh, at that time, we ended on being a fruitful witness. And I told you today we would pick it back up and conclude this lesson. So we will begin with um, a scripture from 2 Corinthians, and that's verse 18 through 20. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And as ambassadors for Christ, you have a tremendous opportunity to serve him. Reflect on the duties of an ambassador and think about what that life and sharing it with others is really about. So the they give us a couple more scriptures to read and uh, we'll go through that that I marked here. One is Matthew uh, chapter 28 verses 18 through 20. And that one reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The other is Mark chapter 16, verse 15, which states, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And then John 14, verse 15 says, If you love me, keep my commands. So a question I'd like to pose to you today is, what is the difference between being an evangelist and being a disciple. And there are some differences which I really did not know until I started this study process. Um, but I found a great, um, you know, the internet, internet is a wonderful resource. And I found a great article on this, the difference between evangelism and discipleship under just disciple.com, which I will post in the description box. Um, but I picked out, um, just to, for time's sake, um, some very, what I thought was um, very um, important pieces to, to, dis, to help to differentiate between the two. And so I'm going to go over those with you, but 
I would highly recommend um, that you go back and you read that article because it goes in depth about um, evangelism and discipleships. So we'll talk about discipleship first because that's kind of how it was listed on the, uh, the article. And disciples are people who work with believers and unbelievers, okay? They are persistent. Disciples are people who are in it for the long haul. And I'm not saying evangelists aren't. What I mean by that is that their mission or their ministry is um, something that spans over years with um, probably the same people. Um, they have, and I don't want to say a following, but they they work within the same uh, sets of principles that Jesus did. Jesus was also an evangelist too. Um, and as we go through this, you'll see what I what I'm saying by both of these. But to be a disciple again causes or requires one to be persistent and it requires a certain type of boldness a boldness that will equip you as a disciple to produce fruit that will last not only in this life but in the next and when i talk about fruit i'm not obviously talking about the fruit that we eat but i'm talking about the fruit of man um, of going out and reaching those who believe, those who don't believe, and in bringing or helping people to see Christ and to know that He loves them, um, that He wants us to to spread the message to others, and you know, a lot of times people. Mm. people get within themselves and people will try to impart their beliefs on you and when I say their beliefs of course we all well for those that do believe in Christ yes that is part of your belief system but when you start or I start picking and choosing um, certain things to say or we uh, degrade someone or we condemn someone based on their belief systems or their lifestyle or uh, their past history, we're not being um, fruitful. You, um, you produce much fruit through your compassion, through your actions, through your ability to be like Christ. And we all have that ability to be like Christ. Christ does not, or he did not when he was here, and he does not now um, in spirit um, say, I cannot accept you into my kingdom because of what you you believe or what you think or what you've done or, or what have you. He loves you. Yes, there is, um, there is, teaching there is uh, understanding that we need to go through but he doesn't look at the outer man and tell or says um, i cannot use you based on what you have done or how you have lived and we as men um, humans 
we tend to do that, um, especially when we get titles or we believe that we are holier than Jesus himself, we have a tendency to be very um, uh, condemning and that is not how we bear fruit for Christ. Also, discipleship, you have to ask yourself, do you simply believe in Christ or are you actually living as Jesus would have lived? Are you really treating your brothers and sisters right? Are you being kind? Are you being helpful? Because that's what true discipleship is about. It's not just saying, and I, I because I, I guess I would have to say I'm a Christian, but I don't like giving myself that title. I like to say that I am Christ-centered because again, religions, men have muddied the the word in my mind of what a Christian is. And a lot of times we see Christians as people that are just very condemning and self-righteous and always believe that their way is the right way. Um, and I just believe in one God who is three, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Um, and so therefore I consider myself a Christ-centered person versus more so than a Christian. Um, but at any rate, it's to be a disciple is more than just saying, I believe in Jesus. It's actually walking the walk and talking the talk the same way that Jesus would have done. And then John 8 verses 31 through 32, I love this scripture because it reads, if you hold my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So that's a quick kind of synopsis from this article about what it means to be a disciple. And now we're going to talk about what it means to be an evangelist. And evangelists are people who generally tend to focus more on the unbelievers. They go preaching, teaching, and conversing with unbelievers, and they're not in that person's life for a very long time. So this may be a couple days or a month or maybe a year. Uh, you see this a lot um, sometimes in outreach ministries, I think, whenever people go to different countries or the missionaries uh, kind of um, focus is what this is. So it's a more of a short-term ministry, but it is um, spread out everywhere. So it's not just that they stay in one location, but they, they definitely move around. They go around to different places. And it's broad because it aims to serve or reach the multitudes. They, um, they want to help unbelievers believe in Christ. So they may ask if they can pray with you. They may ask if, um, or they may give you an encouragement uh, as far as an encouraging word, or they may give you a prophetic word. And so when I talked about Jesus was, being, was an evangelist, this article gives us some great examples. And they talk about how he was evangelizing the woman, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, when he told her about all the husbands that she had, that she still had many. 
he was evangelizing whenever he preached to the Gentiles. So, and then they go on to give a lot more uh, explanations and, and show how he also, you know, spoke to the multitudes whenever he would preach, like when he fed the 5,000. That was an evangelist moment, even though he was also a disciple to his 12 disciples um, because he was teaching them as well. But here are the things that we should not do, whether we are going off into the ministry as an evangelist or whether we're going off into the ministry as a disciple. Things that you don't want to do is you don't ever try to convert people um, with uh, fear, with hate, with um, self-righteousness. That's the quickest way to lose someone who may really have needed to hear something that you had to say, but because of your delivery system, uh, completely turn that person off. Or you find that some people are like, I don't even want to hear what people who say they love Jesus has to say because of how they treated me. So remember, you are ambassadors of Christ. How you represent yourself as a Christ-centered individual is how people are going to receive Christ. If you come off as someone that knows everything, that is better than anybody, that seems like you are so holy, but yet you are so angry in your delivery or so unforgiving because of someone's past or can't have a conversation with someone because they don't agree with you, then you are not being Christ-like. So we want to make sure when biblical scriptures are being used, they're not being used to hurt someone, but rather they're being used to teach and to uplift and to show that redemption is for everyone, that Christ didn't just make it for the people who would believe in him. No, I mean, he his whole purpose for coming here was for people who didn't believe in him, right? And that's the message that we need to continue to carry out throughout this time, this day and age, is that it doesn't matter you know, even if you're atheist, even if you don't believe, you know, there's something that we can all share with each other. And whether you want to hear um, what my thoughts are or what their thoughts are, it's about everybody has the right to believe in what they want to believe. And we should not be upset with someone who is atheist that may say there is no God. What we need to do in that situation, in my opinion, I can't say for everybody, is just pray. It's just pray for them that they will see him and that they will know him by the fruits, right? And so you want to be a good fruit. You want to be a ripe fruit. You want to be a fruit or a branch or a vine that is producing lots and lots of good fruits and you do that by the way you respond to others in this life so anyone who lacks compassion or love this is the wrong field to go into okay because you have to have a lot of compassion and a lot of love for people that may not um, always agree with everything you say or how you respond um, but all we can do as humans and as disciples or evangelists 
is continue to pray for our brothers and sisters that they too one day may see the love that Christ truly has for them. So today, as we end this topic, I'd like to just, um, you know, have you think about ways that you can maximize your time to give witness for Christ and making that as your top priority. Because I know, you know, it, we don't, or we feel like we don't often have a lot of time based on our work, our family needs, um, other obligations and things. And so sometimes we can get really overwhelmed and feel like, ah, I don't have time to do this. And uh, I'm not saying that, you know, being in church every Sunday, but I'm saying, how can you help and minister to someone? Um, and I just, I love doing my Bible studies because it's so helpful for me. I feel like it, it definitely gives me strength to get through the week. And, you know, I mean, I don't just stop here. I, I read a lot, I pray a lot. Um, some things that I do need to do more of is fasting. I need to do that more. I need to turn down the plate. Uh, and I don't do that as much. And I think that that would help build my strength as well. But I do what I can. Um, and I hope that it's a blessing to others who tune in and listen on Mondays and that it's um, uh, encouraging for you as well with your walk with Christ. So anyway, guys, that's it for our multiplication or multiplying. This was our conclusion of part one from last Monday. And I do wish you guys all a blessed week. Um, and just a quick prayer to say, Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your love, your passion, your mercy, and your grace. And I ask God that you will bless every listener who has tuned in today, that you will strengthen them, that you will keep them encouraged, God, and let them know that your love is upon them always, that you are always with them, that they hear and that they know, God, that you are near. And Father God, we just ask that you will continue to help us to be, <clears throat> excuse me, better evangelists or better disciples, um, and that we can represent you in the kingdom of God according to your words based on the scriptures that you have left us. And we thank you, Father, for this wonderful day. All right, guys, take care, be blessed, have a wonderful week. I'll be back tomorrow and uh, talk to you then. God bless. Bye.